0: Hey parents, today we're starting week number one of our Survival Guide for Parents series. This is where we're going to share with you the three principles that we think are foundational if you want to raise kids who pursue God, who love Jesus for the rest of their lives.
1: So even though the name of the series is a Survival Guide for Parenting, we really believe that these principles are going to help you to thrive during the parenting years, to feel like you have a plan, that your kids are healthy and strong and ready to take on the world when they leave your home.
0: Now, this first principle is pretty simple, put God first. It turns out that parenting is like everything else in life. If you put God first, the rest of it falls into place. Now, we're going to spend a lot of time in Deuteronomy 6 today, but first I want to back up to Deuteronomy 5. And this is a recap of the Ten Commandments that God had given to the people of Israel. And for now, I want you to just focus on the first four commandments. Notice that they're all about loving God. God wanted the people to know that if they got their relationship with him in order, then it would pay dividends for the rest of their relationships in the family and in the society. That's why Moses says at the end of Deuteronomy 5, stay on the path that the Lord your God has commanded you to follow, and then you will live long and prosperous lives in the land that you're about to enter and occupy. Now, I love the imagery here because Moses is standing at the edge of the promised land. He's not going to be able to enter it, but he's giving a pep talk to the parents and the grandparents and the children and making sure that they remember to put God first.
1: Now, this passage we just read is from Deuteronomy 5.33, but look at what Jesus said in Matthew six. 33. It's the same idea. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So parents, let's be encouraged by the principles we see in these verses that when we obey God, things will go well for us in life. We will be blessed because we've put God first and trusted in his way over our own.
0: And really the command to obey applies to every generation. It means that parents obey God And that kids obey parents. We see this in Deuteronomy 6, verses 1 through 3. Moses says, These are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land you're about to enter and occupy. And you and your children and your grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. If you obey all of his decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. Listen closely, Israel and be careful to obey. Now notice how many times Moses uses the word obey, and it's not just a word that we apply to our children. Parents, it's something that we need to model first.
1: So again, here we are in the Old Testament, Deuteronomy 6, one through three is talking about this importance of obedience, but now look at what Paul says in Ephesians 6, one through three. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life on the earth.
0: Now, in this passage, Paul is actually quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 5, and he's talking about the fifth commandment, that children should honor their parents. But I want to point something out that maybe you've never noticed. We've already said that those first four commandments are about loving God, and the last five commandments are about loving God. People. Those are commandments to live out in public in society. But that fifth commandment is unique. It's sort of a transitional commandment, which I think shows us the value of the family to society.
1: So parents, we play such a key role in helping our kids to understand their own pursuit of God by how we model it, how we set the tone in our home, that as we have a personal pursuit of God, as we make God a priority, when we put God first, our kids see that. They grow up in that environment and they begin to understand that as parents are obedient to God, that children then understand that their role is to be obedient to their parents. And as your kids grow and understand the importance of obedience, that eventually it'll become less about having to obey mom and dad. It's going to be I want to obey God too. I want to know what honors him. So that then those last five of the Ten Commandments, they'll begin to learn how to love people. But it all happened in that environment of understanding obedience.
0: And again, we see how important the home is in the big picture. Here's the last thing. Wholehearted obedience should impact every part of our lives. That means both personally, and as a family unit let's go back one more time to deuteronomy 6 that's where moses said in verse 4 listen o israel the lord is our god the lord alone and you must love the lord your god with all your heart all your soul and all your strength and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that i'm giving you today now these verses here that we've underlined are called the Shema. Back then, Jewish families would have all understood the Shema. The Shema was like a prayer of dedication to God. And parents knew it, and kids knew it. It's almost like the Pledge of Allegiance. But it's about being obedient to God. Shema literally is the Hebrew for listen, the first word of the Shema. And the word didn't just mean listen with your ears. It meant to obey, to be obedient in your everyday life.
1: And this wholehearted pursuit should translate into some of these daily disciplines of prayer and reading God's word and even disciple making, discipling your kids, discipling other people in your life, helping other people in a pursuit of God. But we also wanna make sure that we think about it in terms of some family disciplines, the importance of going to church, of serving together at church, in your community, at your kids' schools. But then we also want to talk for a minute about the importance of family time. The family time concept we believe wholeheartedly is so important to the spiritual development of our kids. And here's why, because the culture is gonna be inundating our kids all day long, you guys know that. You're dealing with that in your home already. So if we're not bringing God's word and the principles of obedience and loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, then our kids are gonna get more and more confused as the louder voice is the culture rather than God's word. So what we really encourage parents to do is to use the topics that you can find on Pursue God. PursueGodKids.org is a great resource for younger kids and talk to your kids about a myriad of topics that they're facing in their life, but God's word rooted in that and help them explore and discover how they can live to honor God in a world that really doesn't care about God's opinion at all.
0: And that's actually what Moses is talking about here in verse 7. Remember, he had just told the parents and grandparents to commit themselves wholeheartedly to the commandments. But then he says this, he gets really practical with his instruction. He says, repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home, and when you are on the road, when you're going to bed, and when you're getting up. And this is something that we call a conversational culture. Bring life-changing conversations into your family on a regular basis, at least once a week. That's what we call family time, and that's what our online resources are all about. All right, so that's parenting principle number one. Put God first. Use those resources online to have your own conversation,
1: and we'll see you in the next video.